0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
1: The Kentucky Derby is Saturday. It is a spectacle. Like, I mean, it's, it's beyond a sporting event at this point. And in fact, you could tell from television coverage that it's not really a sporting event. I mean, the way TV covers it they talk about it but it is it's it's really a red carpet it's a red carpet and oh by the way eventually 4 hours after coverage begins we will watch horses race for 2 minutes and you know to basically 2 minutes 202 or something like that, and drink mint juleps. Oh, is that what they are? I don't. Know. Mm-hmm. I don't think mint juleps are very good, <laughs> uh, but maybe uh, Dick Girardi, longtime Philadelphia Daily News reporter and columnist, and award-winning horse racing writer, joins us. Thanks to our friends at BetOnline. Online. All right, sir, is a mint julep good? Terrible.
0: Just awful. My first derby as a fan, believe it or not, nineteen seventy eight affirmed on his way to the Triple Crown. Wow! And and I actually I flew down from Baltimore the day before where I lived at the time where I grew up and slept in the airport because I had no place to stay. It was well before I got in the business, and I bet my money on affirmed, and I wanted to watch the race. And I yeah, I had take ticket for watching a race. I just got a ticket to get into place. So I see some drunk. And I had a mint julep, which I took in one sip of, and it was horrible. So I said, my man, can I give you my mint julep in exchange for me standing in front of you to watch the race? He said, absolutely. Wow. I gave him the mint julep. I watched the race. I cashed my ticket. That was my first and last sip of a mint julep. Just terrible. Yeah. I have never had
1: one, but I was told not to. Uh. Have you had a black-eyed Susan? Which I I used to live in Baltimore as well, uh, yep. and I went to uh, I've been to Preakness, uh, and I should have T-shirts that says I survived Preakness. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think a black-eyed
0: Susan's pretty good. Yeah, of the two, is that's no contest, <laughs> uh, and it's no contest to me about which is the cooler race because I grew up in Baltimore, so I'm a Preakness guy. But yeah, the Derby is unique to itself. But you know what? As long as I'm getting some crabs and crab cakes when I go back every year, I'm I'm, I'm good.
1: There you go. Dick Girardi is with us here uh, on the Adam Gold Show. Thanks to our friends at BetOnline.ag. All right, I told uh, the person who helped uh, broker this uh, our little deal here uh, that I was going to ask this before we got to the Derby coming up on Saturday because this is something I saw today and I never I thought about it, but I never I don't we've talked before and I had never asked you about it. and I am curious. How come? Uh-huh. Every single speed and strength record in human sports has fallen, you know, and it continues to fall. We set records, uh, sprinting, lifting, jumping, fly, whatever, but yep. not Secretariat. 1973, we are now 50 <laughs> years removed, and yep. nobody has touched Secretariat's records in the Derby, in the Preakness or the belmont do you have an explanation for that
0: yeah i think there's a couple of explanations one is secretary was one of one right one right. You know, like bob beeman long jump at the mexico city olympics right, just but something so out of the ordinary that you go what you know how is that even possible so that's one of the reasons he set these records that are just, you know horses don't run that fast except he did and secondly a lot of it has to do with tracks and how they're maintained this isn't like a like a long jump it's the, the pit is not going to be that much different. the runway is not going to be that much different. Racetracks can vary dramatically on how fast or slow they are. Um, it's not like a it's not like a swimming pool where the records are the records, right The water's mm-hmm. not going to change that much. So a lot of times um, final times can be affected by the speed uh, how fast or slow the surface is. So that's also an issue. Maybe the surfaces in those three races were faster than they are now that, but the no, bottom line is, the horse was just faster. Uh, I mean, because it's not like you know when he's setting those records in 50 years. This is a Derby 149, so there have been 99, 98 Derbies before Secretariats, mm-hmm. and nobody ran that fast either. Right. So he's just a one, a complete one-off. So I'm just curious why
1: we haven't gotten better there. Why with uh, whether it's I'll just use the term nutrition if we could use that term. Yep uh, yep. for horses or training methods or science, why we haven't seen a horse lower that record. We've had other fast horses.
0: Yep. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I think, again, I think it's twofold. I think one, because secretary it was such an unusual, unique, I mean, the Belmont record wasn't only the Belmont record record for the race. It's the world record. And it's still holds. No horses <laughs> run a mile and a half faster than two twenty four since then. Um, But I do think the breed, to get into really just your question, the breed as a whole has just really not gotten faster. And and for maybe that's just the limit of the four-legged animal, unlike the human animal, you know, we're obviously a little different. The two-legged animals can do things that could not have been done. I mean, if you turn on like an NBA game from the 60s and watch it now, it's like a different sport.
1: Yeah, it's not the same.
0: Right? I mean, it's like, what? So, so yeah, I, but yeah, horse racing is not is not that, and maybe it's just a limit of the animals. All right, Dick Girardi, horse racing,
1: uh, horse racing expert, and not necessarily uh, a geneticist. Or maybe we can build a better uh, a better racehorse. Um, th- this is th- this is a fascinating part of I think this conversation because uh, most horses were. Uh, you know, bred in Kentucky or somewhere, you know, Maryland or Florida or California. Um, But now overseas, we've seen winners from uh, the Middle East. And now Japan is big in this. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands on or they just
0: give you their money and let it work for them? About 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year to, and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888 or text ADAM to six hundred seven hundred. Adam Gold is a books spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital
1: Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor.
0: Japan is big in it, and they have their first major contender this year. I mean, they had a good horse in it last year. He just ended up getting caught up in a crazy pace, and it was unfortunate. But Dermasota who won the um, UAE Derby in Dubai, Japanese-bred, Japanese-trained and owned, Uh, this is a really talented horse. And the japanese are starting to win it's a huge sport over there it's like the nfl is here i mean people just love it in japan and in hong kong especially uh and literally everybody over in hong kong has a betting account against like (laughs) like betting over here on the nfl um but this is easily the best source the japanese have brought over and not only are they winning races internationally like in saudi arabia and dubai and in europe they won two breeders cup races in california the japanese did in 2021. So it's just a matter of time until they win the Derby. Could this be the year? It could. I don't think the Americans are that great. I don't think there's any superstars. So, yeah, the 17, Derma got you absolutely a contender. How much
1: of a uh, black cloud is the – fact? with no Bob Baffert, right? How much is, yep, that's right. How much of that is hanging over the sport still? Or because it's the Kentucky Derby, uh, we can move on from that for at least a uh, couple of days?
0: Yeah, look. I think the Derby stands alone. Uh, Baffert is obviously the most well-known figure in the sport, having won two Triple Crowns and seven Derbies. But now, now only six, as the one was taken away mm-hmm. from him. Um, and he has been banned from Churchill Downs for two years. That that ban ends Saturday night uh, after this race is over. So it's it's out there. Uh, you know, when you have a guy who is as recognizable and successful as he is, and the unfortunate part about it is. The story has become that he's the Lance Armstrong of horse racing, right? And it's really un- it's really unfair. Uh, and I think the fact that I thought Churchill overreacted and got angry and by banning him for two years, everybody makes that assumption. I get why they were unhappy at Churchill because he had a couple of positives for medications. Yeah, uh, but the the part of it that almost nobody understands because you just see the headlines, right? Yeah. Horse disqualified for illegal drugs. Well, this is actually a, it's a legal therapeutic medication, it's yeah. an anti-inflammatory um, and that is used in training all the time. It just can't be in a horse's system on race day. So he was justly disqualified. I don't have a problem with that. But it was not a performance enhancer. It wasn't like it made Batista Spirit run faster, but that all got lost in the in the craziness cuz what well, we're all just about headlines. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunate. but that yeah, I, the Derby will stand on its own and and Baffert He'd be at the Preakness, he could be at the Belmont, he'd be everywhere, he just can't be at at Churchill Downs on Saturday, and he could be back there after Saturday.
1: Does he have a horse that could win this race and will be a factor in the Preakness and the Belmont before we get back to who you like in this race?
0: So Reincarnate, who's the seven, was the Baffert horse until uh, he, he gave him to trainer Tim Yactine, uh, Who Actually, Tim Yacteen had practical move in the race. He was going to be one of the favorites. He's now scratched. He has a temperature. Uh, so Reincarnate wasn't a Baffert barn. He's going to be a long shot, uh, not without a chance. He's got some speed. But he's not Baffert's best three-year-old. His best three-year-old is a horse called Arabian Knight. And he's got he's got a couple others that are really good, but I don't think they're going to make the Um, But it, it will, I think we'll more likely see them, the better three-year-olds in his barn, a little later in the year. Isn't reincarnate a horse
1: named reincarnate? Doesn't that kind of bring in other investigations? Like we've already seen. I'm not. I don't, never mind. Uh, there was my my, uh, my jokes are all works in progress. Dick Girardi is joining us. Who do you like? Who do you like in this race? And then we'll uh, we'll talk about long shots.
0: Sure. Now I like two fills, uh, the three horse, um, loved his last race. I've watched him. I've watched all of his races. Just love the progression. He's like the, he's like the high school freshman that wasn't quite ready yet. It's now the senior star, right? But no, people haven't figured it out yet. I think he's sitting on the best race of his life and he's going to need it. Uh, he's listed at 12 to one at Churchill that online has him at 20. Yep. I'd love to get him any, anywhere in between those two numbers but I think he's a major contender that's probably going to get a little more ignored than others. All right. And is there a super, a supposed super horse in this race? Yeah, I mean, the only horse that could qualify would be Forte. Um, he is the favorite. He should be the favorite. He's won five in a row. He was the two-year-old champion. He won the Florida Derby. Uh, in horse racing, grade ones are the top level. Mm-hmm. This group, as a as a group, the twenty of them have won seven Grade Ones. Well, Forte's won four, so oh, wow. he, he's that good. Uh, so, but he hasn't really gotten any faster than he was six months ago. So, some of the classes caught up to him a little bit. Uh, he's like that. He's like the guy who peaked as a high school senior, and now he's in college. And and there's guys that have gotten
1: better. Dick already in here uh, slamming high school athletes. Uh, all right, f- final uh, final thing before I let you go. Um, yep. Which which is is there a uh, one of the prep races? And you mentioned Florida Derby uh, or yep. the Wood Memorial or anything? Any if are is is there any prep race? That is a better indication. Maybe it's the Arkansas Derby or something in California Are any of these better than any other or is it just changed by the year?
0: Yeah, no, I think it does change by the year. I think that historically the Santa Anita Derby in in recent years, the last 10 that's brought you a lot of Kentucky Derby winners, but that's cyclical. And unfortunately, we just lost this year's Santa Derby winner. A practical move is going to scratch. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's very much cyclical from year to year, which one turns out to be the best one. And, and we'll all know after Saturday, right? Right. You know, when someone comes out of one of these preparations and wins, we go, hey, that was the best preparation.
1: Yeah, we, look, we're big hockey fans here. We should have series. We shouldn't have one offs. We should have a best of that's seven. That- a uh, best of seven go. Kentucky Derby <laughs> winner. Dick Girardi, a uh, longtime horse racing expert. I appreciate your time. Uh, I'm sure we will talk again.
0: You got it. Thanks so much, guys.
1: You got it. Dick Girardi here on the Adam Gold Show. Right, look, I grew up, I watched, I mean, and I still watch all of the Triple Crown races. Yeah. So, mentioned that I worked in Baltimore. Preakness is the biggest, dirtiest party (laughs) outside of Mardi Gras.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, it's gross. But go.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You got to experience it at least once and then be done. Oh, yeah. It's
1: just tremendous. It's very unsanitary. But (laughs) but go, uh, because it is a good time. But I also, I used to live right near, there were two tracks in Baltimore. One was Preakness, uh, which is mid- uh and in terms of a, what it looks like it's just an old track it just yeah. it needs a lot of work uh and the other was laurel park which is p- was pretty close to miles we used to go there and and watch races it's not a great h- high level track you don't see you don't see a lot of you know triple crown contenders yeah. there but <laughs> yeah. uh it was cool if you enjoy if you, i mean it's cool to go and bet races and uh and pretend you know what you're talking about but i don't so
0: and wear big hats
1: you don't wear big hats to Laura where you were. Oh, OK. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Most people there in trench coats. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mostly uh, mostly trench coats.
0: I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes.
1: I feel that you get more one on one time with teachers with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one on one help.